Howdy, howdy, y'all. Welcome to episode two of Untitled Cast. We are coming to you live from MM Studios, a.k.a. Melkus's mom's fly-ass bedroom. Shout-out to Melkus, my podcast consigliere, and shout-out to Rice Krispies Treats, the delicious homemade snacks that I'm currently eating because Melkus's mom made them for me, like the best mom of all time. Shouts to you, Melkus's mom. Programming note, uh, we have a few things to get to. Um, And then at the end of the podcast, I'm going to shout out uh, what I call five for Friday and ten for the weekend. Uh, It's going to be five artists that you definitely should be listening to. And then I'm going to make a Spotify playlist. Uh, You can check me out at Untitled Cast uh, with ten songs, two from each artist, uh, to really help you kick off the weekend and rock the fuck out. Um, Follow me on Twitter at Untitled Cast. I'll be tweeting out the links. I'll be tweeting out the songs. Uh, So that'll be at the end of the cast, something for you to look forward to. Getting some good feedcast on the pod. Uh, big shout out to Melkis, the aforementioned uh, Castlieri, which is a combination of podcast and consigliere, which uh, no one in their right mind would ever use as a term to describe somebody, but here we are. Um, Melkis had some great feedback, which was first that it's things sounded uh, uneven and unprofessional, which I really appreciate, but also pointed out a really important fact that I haven't been blaming Obama for enough things going on in the world today. So without further ado, I want to hit on our first topic for the podcast, fracking. First of all, let's clear something up. Fracking is not what you think it is. It's not what happens when three-day-old strangers gather in the comfort of their own home and get up to some kind of wild nonsense that my friends is called an Albanian staircase and you're disgusting for even picturing it. But here's what Google says about the process of fracking. Fracking is the process of drilling down into the earth before a high-pressure water mixture is directed at the rock to release the gas inside. Water, sand, and chemicals are injected into the rock at high pressure, which allows the gas to flow out to the head of the well. Basically, you inject a bunch of shit into the ground and natural gas comes out. Now look, I live in New York City, so I rarely operate a motor vehicle. I couldn't tell you what gas costs right now, and uh, thank God for that fact. I don't have to sit in traffic, and I'm not bowing to the whims of a international oil cabal. But if you've noticed that gas prices have been artificially low for the past several years, part of that is the rise of natural gas, particularly in America. And this process has allowed us to get uh, an increasing amount of natural gas out of the earth and onto the streets. Now, this is why it's relevant. Nobody really knows what the long-term effects are of putting all that shit into the ground. But let's run through a statistic and move to the boomer sooner state of Oklahoma. From 1978 to 2008, there were about an average of two earthquakes per year with a magnitude of three or higher in the state of Oklahoma. If you had to guess, how many would you say there are now, knowing that fracking probably disrupts the earth a little bit? Would you say 10? Would you say 20? 50? 60? 100? 9 fucking 100! There were 900 earthquakes in Oklahoma in 2015 of a magnitude of 3.0 or higher. We are literally destroying the earth in Oklahoma. Let's hit him with a thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Now, if you're wondering why you haven't heard anything about this, or maybe you have and you're particularly plugged in for some reason, 
The answer is because it's happening in fucking Oklahoma. And let's be real. People in Texas don't even care what's happening in Oklahoma. And the state that's above of Oklahoma, which might be Nebraska, it might be Kansas, let's be honest, you don't know, they don't give a shit what's happening in Oklahoma either. Part of the reason that nobody cares is because it's not happening in some of the most heavily populated states. For example, New York. The reason it's not happening in New York is because New York has actually banned the process of fracking, um, which is great for New Yorkers because essentially what's happening is states like New York are reaping all the benefits of cheap energy and cheap gas while the middle of the country is uh, literally falling apart. The earth is actually caving in on itself in the middle of the country. But let's speak an uncomfortable truth here. The reality is, is that we all look down on the middle of the country. We are generating all the wealth over here on the coasts while they reap the benefits of that. So if they have to get a little fucked up, I don't mind taking advantage of that. Let's be honest, 50% of the reason I live on the East Coast is so I can look down on the middle of the country. It's one of the best things about living here. And to be frank, it's worth the high rent and the high cost of living. That's what New York in America is all about, looking down on the people that have less than you. And honestly, I'm with, I'm with Obama on this one. So let's give it a real hearty thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Anywho, speaking of natural gas, let's move on to our next subject, a little lighter this time. Let's talk about Turkmenistan. That's right, y'all. Turkmenistan. I got some feedback that there wasn't enough discussion of Central Asian energy policy, and I thought to myself, well, hot damn, now's as good a time as any, seeing as uh, earlier this week there was an MOU signed between Turkmenistan and Pakistan, uh, basically an agreement saying they would cooperate on terror issues, uh, as well as reaffirming their commitment to the Turkmenistan, Afghanistan, Pakistan, India pipeline, aka the Tappy Line. Now I know what you're thinking. Why the fuck are we talking about Turkmenistan? Why the heck are we talking about gas pipelines? But you'll find that this particular story hits on all the key untitled cast interests, international conspiracy theories, and the Second Avenue subway. And that basically subs up this podcast in general. Also, let's be real. You didn't expect to be listening to somebody talk about fucking Turkmenistan today. So here we are. All right, so let's set the stage here so you have an understanding of what's going on. So Turkmenistan has a glut of natural gas coming out of the Caspian Sea. Um, Pakistan has an underdeveloped deep seaport on its southern coast named Gwadar. The sub Second Avenue subway of Central Asian Public Works Policy has been building a pipeline from Turkmenistan to get from the Caspian Sea to the ocean. The Soviets dreamed of this when they invaded Afghanistan. This has been a pipe dream for decades. Now, they've been talking pretty seriously about getting this pipeline together over the last decade or so. Uh, but the security situation in Pakistan, uh, in the Baloch region where Gwadar is, as well as the uh, security situation obviously in Afghanistan where the pipeline would have to go through, has been a huge roadblock to any successful building strategy. However, over the last several years, things have started to get a little bit more real. There's talk of running the pipeline to India, 
the Chinese have gotten very involved. The Chinese are actually building and investing very heavily in the port of Gwadar, as they are elsewhere in Pakistan, particularly near their border with Pakistan. So there's a lot of players in the mix. There are, as is often the case in the region, even rumors of the U.S. secretly funneling money to China to funnel money to Pakistan to build a port that will one day be used internationally, potentially as a way to get around the Iranian hold over the Persian Gulf. But who knows? It's all speculation. Now, I've been following this story for almost 10 years. Let me read you a sampling of headlines that were published in the last three to four days on a Google News Alert. Uh, industrial potential. Deep sea port in Gwadar would turn things around. Gwadar Point has big potential for investment. Plan to hold international fairs to highlight Gwadar port potential. India concerned over China operating Pakistan's Gwadar port. Gwadar will emerge as a key shipping point. Gwadar to emerge as an Asian trade nucleus. Let me tell you, these are the exact same articles that they were writing in 2010. Nothing has changed. The situation is exactly the same on the ground, although technically they have actually begun construction in Turkmenistan on the project. Look, nobody knows where the financing is coming from. Nobody knows how they're going to keep the security situation stable enough to make this work. There's a lot of questions regionally and, you know, infrastructure-wise how this entire project is actually going to come to fruition. And let's be honest here, the Chinese slowdown isn't helping matters at all as all of its investments abroad definitely are going to come under a much firmer microscope than they've been thus far. There's a long way to go on this project, and it's unclear if the Chinese are going to even be willing to continue the investment that they've already put up thus far. Now, if you're asking why should I care about this, you know, short of the fact that it could have an incredible impact on literally billions of lives, you have three of the world's nuclear powers involved in a potentially landmark uh, infrastructure and energy and commerce deal, and they don't always get along on those issues. So there's a lot going on. To say nothing of the regional unification, the uh, economic stimulus that it would provide, particularly to Afghanistan, uh, who really are hurting for a large infrastructure project like this, um, as well as to Pakistan, which would really give it a, an opportunity to take advantage of its deep sea port and uh, shipping infrastructure, which is pretty poorly built out at the moment. But the real reason you should care lies in my potential solution for this problem. Obviously, the U.S. is invested. We're really concerned about the Afghanistan situation. We would love to leave some sort of positive legacy behind after decades of morass. But... We need somebody to shepherd through a massive public works project, get private investment and public cooperation all aligned to build something that nobody wants to build and nobody really thinks can be built. I'm advocating, of course, for the one man on planet Earth that can do this job. Michael Rubens Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York, is the only man for the job. He has a history of shepherding through difficult projects like the Second Avenue subway and would be very well suited to a region where being Jewish may or may not get you kidnapped and shot in the badlands of the mountainous Taliban region. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the boy king himself. He's the only man for this job. And let me tell you, despite the potential for a Daniel Pearl situation of the highest international level, I think he can get shit done. I'm serious about this, folks. 
I'm so serious, I've begun an international letter-writing campaign to get Michael Bloomberg in charge of this situation. Now, when I say international letter-writing campaign, what I mean is I've been tweeting pictures of Michael Bloomberg's face to at Pakistan and at Ed Balls, the former shadow chancellor of the United Kingdom, who has no bearing whatsoever on the situation. I just think it's fucking hilarious that his name is Ed Balls. That being said, that picture of Mike Bloomberg is very clear in what it represents, which is the way forward in the region, a chance for international prosperity and peace, and usher in a new global order of American-run international energy security policy, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, to wrap things up, as promised, we're going to do a little five for Friday, ten for the weekend. Uh, if you don't recall from earlier in the cast, uh, I'm going to give you five artists to check out, uh, and I'm going to put two of their songs, so a total of ten songs for you to rock out to over the weekend, up on our Spotify playlist. Uh, check it out at Untitled Cast. I'll also be tweeting this stuff out uh, at Untitled Cast on Twitter, so you can check things out from there. I originally did an entire podcast about uh, these songs and realized that uh, listening to a grown man sit alone in a room and talk about music for ten minutes uh, is only something that serial killers are interested in. Um, so check it out. The music will speak for itself. You don't need to hear me describe everything. Let's give you a little rundown uh, on the five artists. You have Jai Wolf, only been around for about a year. New York Kid, Down Temple, kind of electronic style. Really, really exciting stuff. Um, just came out with a new remix of a Kiara song. Um, that's why it's on the list. Um, keeping New York going. We have a couple tracks from Designer, uh, who has come to prominence recently um, by being featured on Kanye's album and being signed to Kanye's record label, Good Music. Sounds a little bit like Future, but if you listen to Future right before Designer, it sounds really, really different, really bringing his own style. Also has a new song out where he sings the hook. It's beautiful. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, Digitalism, German duo. They do a sort of you know, really pioneers of a punk rock electro sort of sound, um, almost a spacey sort of sound, just came out with a couple new songs in advance of their album coming out in May. They're fucking great. Uh, Utopia is the newest one. So we have a couple uh, from Digitalism on the list. Uh, Mord Fustang, basically Ford Mustang, but swap the first letters. They're just killing it. Just came out with a new song last week. Just the best of thundering like electro 80s themed power like club music it's beautiful uh, and last we have a new one from grump another one of my favorites been around for eight or nine years doing really like warm fuzzy electro and also sort of out there trance music and this is one of the best combinations of those two sounds which don't sound like they would go together but they fucking do it's genius uh so check it out that's on at untitled cast on twitter Untitled cast on Spotify. Enjoy those tunes. And yeah, y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy and Godspeed.